Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Storybox podcast. My name is Jay Phantom. I am the host of the Storybox. Really do appreciate you taking your time to come on and listen to this week's episode, or if you've listened to previous episodes as well. Um, We're on episode 13, and I've got a good friend of mine. Her name is Bronte Sogello. Hopefully, I'm saying that correctly, Bronte, because I know I did ask you uh, when we recorded the episode how I say your last name, and you sort of helped me. but yeah, we've got her on the show. And if you heard last week's episode with Matt Steinwade, hopefully you guys did get something out of his uh, story. I know a few people kind of messaged me and said, look, Jared, it's quite a powerful story. Really do appreciate you sharing that. So thank you guys so much for actually listening and supporting the Storybox as well. Um, if you did get something out of each week's episode, I know I say this at the end, but I'm going to say it at the beginning as well. If you did get something out of it, then please share it around. So get people others to listen to it as well. You know, it's it's very, very important that other people hear stories because they, they change lives. So if you know someone that needs to hear uh, an episode of the podcast is rel- relatively uh, relatable to them, then please, by all means, share it around. So thank you guys so much for the support already. Uh, but this week on the show, uh, we've got Bronte and she's going to be talking about becoming an actor. Uh, so she... Uh, acting is not very is not an easy thing, especially when you're starting out. But she goes into why she wanted to become an actress, uh, the hustle that is becoming an actor, uh, and trying to find jobs and gigs. She she went overseas recently. Uh, I think it was last year. Uh, went over to LA, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ronzi. Um, and just sort of getting uh, seeing agents and trying to get that hustle going. Um, so I know she's going to be famous one day. She's a very bright bubbly personality uh she's very fun to talk to so i know you guys are going to enjoy listening to her as well um but yeah we get to talking about veganism as well what that is how it revolves to her life as well so you get to hear my thoughts on that as well um it's quite an interesting talk so without me continuing on i'll now introduce to you bronte giello so bronte Welcome to the Storybox podcast. How do I say your last name first and foremost? Uh, my last name is said Giello. So it's like G, then yellow. Giello. Yes, that's it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and that's uh, Italian, right? Yes, yeah. Italian background from my dad's side. So. Any other nationalities or just Italian? Just Italian and my mum's full Aussie. So, okay. yeah. Awesome. Well, if you could introduce yourself a little bit more so what you do for a living and why you do it okay um so my name's Ronti and I am an actor so I went to a two-year acting course as soon as I um, finished school um it was a diploma of screen acting so I'm based um, mainly in screen acting um and then I graduated from that last year it's been a year now and now just doing the hustle and <laughs> going to auditions and, yeah, just trying to find work where I can, as actors do. <laughs> and um, why did you want to become an actor? Why do I, I've been asked this question many times. <laughs> I've tried to, like, form a really sophisticated response <laughs> to this, this question, um, yet it always seems to get muddled up. But I think... Um, you know, when I was younger, I kind of, I wanted to be something different every week. I would always be like, I want to be 
a police officer or I want to be a detective now I want to be a teacher and it would change every week and um every week I would try and sort of play that part I guess in some sort of make-believe game (laughs) and then I think as I got older I mean I always sort of had that creative side like I always did musicals or you know singing guitar you know I always had that part of me um so I think I always knew that I wanted to do something creative um but yeah I think I sort of just changed every week and then I realized that it was based around um based around what I was watching on TV (laughs) and what TV series I was watching and who was playing, like, what, who was playing what job occupation in that TV series. So I think I realised that I wanted to be able to play multiple different things and relate and empathise with, like, all different kinds of people um, and also reach audiences the way I, I get touched by movies or laugh at movies or cry at movies so yeah. so is it mainly the characters within a movie that you resonate with the most or is it the story that's a good question <laughs> um i think the characters i relate to more than the story because the story could be the same it could be the exact same story but the characters are what make it different and the characters are what makes it gives it life it gives it life and it's yeah. so beautiful to watch because you're watching humans and the way they react in different situations so, so if you were to have just characters but no story how would that work or would it work I don't know whether it would work. I guess the story does help as well. Like, I think I think it's everything. I mean, because there's always a story, essentially. Even when there's not a story, it's still a story about, you know. Um, but 100%. I mean, but yeah, yeah. I, think, I think even just like watching, I think if I watched a movie about the most basic, even just someone's day-to-day life without, you know, there's always going to be something that happens that, you know, do you have a favourite genre? Uh, comedy. Why comedy? I just love to laugh. I love, <laughs> I love joy. I love, um, I think laughter is one of the best things in life. It's the best medicine. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, nothing like a good belly laugh. And so I think comedy, I just, yeah, it just puts me in a good mood immediately. So, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> so what has your journey been like up until this point? my journey my life journey or my your, acting your journey actual, yeah your, your life journey becoming an actor um it's been I've had I've been very fortunate in my life um I have had such a beautiful family and um so supportive as well um I'm so lucky that you know my family didn't tell me that I needed to go get a actual job as some you know people say my family have more faith in me than I think I do myself um they they all yeah they are so supportive um so I think you know yeah I've been very fortunate in my life and um so grateful for the people that I've been surrounded by so my 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 transition into acting wasn't wasn't too much of a complicated one, which was which was good. So, did so. you do plays and drama in school? Yeah, so I've done. I did um, plays when I was younger and musicals. I did Wizard of Oz, Aladdin. Um, Were you Jasmine in Aladdin? Actually, I was the genie in Aladdin. It really? was kind of like a pantomime like <laughs> situation. So, um, yeah. Um, so, and I was Glinda, the good witch in um, oh, Wizard wow. of Oz. So okay. that was fun. Um, and yeah, drama in school always, I was always sort of involved with all of that. Um, and yeah, when I was younger, I always did, mum always put me in acting classes. So mm. yeah. And when you went to, I think you went to Screenwise, right? Yes, correct. So what was it like being in that sort of environment? Screenwise was probably the best two years of my life. Um, just to be around, you know, the most beautiful people. I got, I was in a class with 15 people and we were there four nights a week for five hours for two years. So as you can imagine, you get to know those people pretty well and, and 
they're my family and they always will be because you don't ever lose that connection with people. Um, and being in an acting school, you, you, you're doing a whole, you're, you're doing a whole heap of emotional stuff. So they know more about me than, you know, some of my other friends do. Um, so yeah. And just the tutors to be taught by so many great people, like, and just people who want, who want to teach and mm. who really, enjoy teaching not because it pays their bills but because they're passionate about actually helping us young actors and you know up and coming people you know thrive so yeah it was such a great such a great learning experience that's that's awesome um now I've always been curious about this because I know quite a few acting uh, a couple of friends of mine are actors yeah um and I've always wondered what it takes to be an actor so can you sort of... Um, I think what it takes to be an actor, I think it takes, it definitely takes perseverance. Um, it, you definitely have to want to be an actor because I don't think anyone does acting because they just, you know, don't know what else to do because you have to want to be an actor because it's so... You have ups and downs, as everyone knows, and I think it, I think in any job you do, but I think in acting you just have to have perseverance and you have to have patience as well. Um, yeah, we're talking about that just before. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you have to have patience because because it is it's a bit of a waiting game sometimes, and you, I think you just have to trust the process and and also you have to trust that that even when you're not acting you're still getting life experience, which makes you a better actor anyways. So you're always working on it, whether you know it or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely perseverance, patience, and the the want to be an actor. <laughs> and how do you keep that want alive? Yeah, I think keeping the want alive. Um, or the desire. The desire, yeah. I think it comes down to just reminding yourself of of what you love about it and why you want to do it and and it is important to keep that alive because it's so easy I think to go oh well you know it'd just be easier if I could do this or do that but then as we said before as you you wouldn't be happy because you're not doing what what you know I think it's keeping the desire alive is about not not blocking it essentially because I think the desire is going to be there and if it's not there then then it's probably time to you know have a look at something else like if you don't but but I think people tend to block that desire because it's just easier and it's less hurtful I guess because when you're so vulnerable when you're when you have a desire like that um but yeah I think keeping it alive and and not putting too much pressure on yourself either is there always a fear as well that you might not get your next job? Um, I don't have that fear. That's good. Honestly, I don't. I always trust that there's going to be something because you have to, you have to have faith that there's going to be something. And I, I, yeah, I really don't have that fear. Um, sometimes, sure, I, I, you know, I get a bit down or, you know, but I mainly just because, it's been quiet or something has, hasn't happened in a while, but I know that there's something going to be coming. Yeah. It's just, I've just got to have the patience that it's going to, and I and trust that it's going to come. I'm a believer that usually in the last second, something always happens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like when you least expect it to yes. come, it, it happens. Yes, so. 100%. And I think that's the key as well, is not putting too much pressure on it coming. Because I think when you have that real... Um, need and and um, yeah, need for it to come. Then it's just yeah, the world works in funny ways. So I think it does. <laughs> I think I've seen people like my friends who haven't had anything for months and they've been so down and desperate for something to happen. And then the moment you, they literally will say to me, you know, I'm okay. Like I'm I'm just happy. I'm just gonna just relax a bit and let, take the pressure off. And then the next day, sure enough, they'll book something. So. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting thing to actually think about. Like, because when you actually look for something, it doesn't really come. Yeah, <laughs> and, but when you don't, like, it just happens. Like, you got to allow things to sort of develop naturally as well. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, I guess, what have you? What are some things you've been working on recently? 
Um, recently, I think. Or in the past. In the past, yeah, I think I've been working on. Um, well, I've just like signed up for acting classes, so I've been um, doing that, and I did a commercial at the beginning of the year and a 50 word or in a TV series, which will be out next year. So that was all good experience. I went to LA this year as well, which was really good. Um, sort of got a taste of what it might be like over there. Very different to Australia. Um, so how's it different? So talk to me a little bit more about LA. Yeah, LA, I think it's, it's LA. It's LA. <laughs> and it's funny because people make, but that's what it is. It's, it is fast pace. It is um, brutal, <laughs> um, but it is exciting. You know, it, it is sort of happening there um, and you're surrounded by it a lot. You're surrounded by the actors and, you know, so it's definitely somewhere where I'd like to experience living. Um, I love Australia. I do so much. So, you know, it'll always be home. But, um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's like on drugs basically like the whole of LA like it's just a whole nother whole nother level um but yeah when when you first went there and you were starting to see what LA was really like what was going through your mind at first um I was really anxious it's almost like I think you build LA up to be this massive um massive thing in your head and you almost you feel like you don't belong in LA um so yeah I was really anxious at first being there because you just feel like everyone kind of everyone just has this confidence about them which I feel like probably Australians could take note from because I think Australians have like tall poppy syndrome and I don't think Australians like to give themselves any credit for anything we're very very um reserved reserved and humble and don't like to you know act confident but I think I think it's good sometimes to have that you know just that confidence in yourself but but yeah and then once I got used to LA and I realized it's just another place and it's just another you know they're just people (laughs) then I really started to enjoy it and feel like yeah what it could be like living there so i think more to the point with what you were saying about how australians this they're sort of humble about their work Mm. i think it's also to do with the fact that sometimes they don't really like it like they're embarrassed yeah by their work like if you compare it to that of like hollywood yeah and you look at australia it's like it's completely different like the quality is different yes but still like it's not about that. It's like you're still putting work out there for people to see. Yeah. So you've just got to be proud of that. Like be proud of Australia's history, even mm-hmm. though it's like it's crazy. But everyone, America's history is crazy too. Exactly. But America's yeah. proud of it yep. for some reason and we're not proud of our history. Mm. Like it's like we've got this shame about us. Yes. So when we're telling stories about our actual history, like we don't promote it enough. I watched um, uh, Ride Like a Girl the other week. Oh, I haven't seen which it. Which is um, it's to do with a, a young girl in the Melbourne Cup. And that was just like a beautiful, beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Like a beautiful story as well. It was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. But just seeing that, I'm like, this should get more recognition than what it actually is. Yeah. Um, there's, not, there's a lot of films out there that actually don't get, that are made in Australia, but don't get that recognition. Yeah. I think it does need to change a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. I think Australians need to start being more proud of of uh, the arts and and putting more funding as well into mm. the arts because I just don't think it's almost like we go, oh, we'll just leave it up to Hollywood. You know, they've got they've sort of sort of that. They got out. it covered. They've got it covered. <laughs> let's leave let's leave it up to them to create the movies. And it's like, well, no, we should be. We've got so many, so many um, people here and actors who who want to be doing stuff. So it's like let's let's show that and let's make our own stuff and be proud of it as well. Um, but yeah, I think that definitely definitely comes down to um, I guess yeah shame and Australia. <laughs> we all we're never happy like with our own work, unfortunately. Um, so in your opinion, do you think that the ultimate thing of, of making it as an actor is to do with Hollywood? No. For me, making it as an actor would be being able to do acting full time and 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 getting paid for it essentially. Um, getting 
and yeah, just acting. <laughs> um, because yeah, I would be happy with that. I don't need to 100% make it to, I'm not saying that I wouldn't, I would deny that, but I'm just for me to be able to make acting my full-time job would be the goal because that's what I want to do. You know, I want to be an actor. Um, essentially. <laughs> so, I want to be an actor. An actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> yes, yeah. so good. Uh, I, I die laughing. <laughs> it was it was too too true because I know so many actors. So it, true, isn't like, it? Yep. Every yeah. every part of it that I was just losing it. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing, and it's because even when you think you're not like that, every actor is like that. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, um, I I'm a director, right? But I'm also I kind of when I'm writing, I get in that mindset or that that frame of mind of thinking that I am that character as well. Yes. So I'm yeah. technically like a little bit of an actor yeah. as well. I like to think so. Yeah. Um, just don't put me in front of a screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's when I break down, you know. Like, but so I guess moving on from that, like, what what is, what are some things that drive you? What gets you up in the morning to keep going? I think um, what drives me just in general um, is being grateful. I think it's so important to be grateful and not artificially grateful, like, yeah, I'm grateful for this, 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 you know, but really um, just appreciating sort of what you have. And as much as I do want to be an actor and I do want all this from my life and I, I do need to appreciate as well that you know it's okay just being and nothing it doesn't always have to be big and grand and and you know I think you go to countries where they work every day just to feed their family and that's what you know that's what they do every single day and they they are some of the happiest people you will ever meet and I think that really kind of brings you back to the point of yeah, I think, you, I think you have to really learn to just be happy with life mm. and not always, you know, I think it's always good to chase your dreams and chase the next goal and all that, but I think you have to learn to be content when you don't have all that, you know, because because then you'll just always be trying to find something to fill that, you know. So I think what gets me up in the morning is just life. I love life. I, I, I love everything about life. You know, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I'm a real morning person as well, so I think... I'm the same. Yeah, I think people, I mean, people who aren't morning people, I'm basically like yelling from the moment (laughs) I wake up. (laughs) And they, you know, but that's just because I don't, I just don't like wasting any minute being unhappy or grumpy or, you know, but, you know, but they're human emotions, obviously they happen, but... But for the most part, you're joyful. Yes. Yeah. I like to be joyful and laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. That's a very good attitude to have. <laughs> so what are some things that you're passionate about besides film? Besides film. I love Christmas. <laughs> Is that <laughs> maybe not quite what you mean? But yes. Okay. They, whatever you're passionate okay, about. Okay, well, yeah. I'm passionate about Christmas. Christmas is probably my most favourite time of year. Um, Makes sense. So. As a joyful person, yeah. <laughs> it is a joyful season. Yes, so I'm passionate about Christmas. I really, um, I've started knitting, so I've been quite um, trying to get... I'm trying Quilt to make made. a scarf at the moment, so so I'm passionate about scarves. Do you know make stockings? So, oh my gosh, that's probably perfect. <laughs> I could do that and make a, make a Christmas sweater whilst I'm go. at it. Um, I'm passionate about. Um, I think being sort of empathetic to to people. Like, I think it's important to be able to understand where people are coming from. Um, and understand different people's point of views. Um, and, yeah, I think I'm passionate about talking to people. I love I love meeting people and, and just, yeah, making friends and hearing other people's stories and what they have to say. Because everyone's got a different opinion, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Do you so, find that can get a bit annoying? Sometimes, like if you've got your opinion and someone else has got their opinion and you're sort of talking about 
the same topic and those opinions clash. Um, Do you find that hard? Well, well, back to your question with what I'm passionate about. I'm very passionate about veganism. Um, so talk to me a little bit more about that. Yes. So with the opinions thing, obviously most things I'm fine with veganism, I find I do struggle a little bit <laughs> having, <laughs> you know, but again, I do have to respect that everyone's got their own opinion and I will never force it on anyone who doesn't want to hear about it. But, you know, if someone asks me about it, I'll definitely talk about it. Um, so, yeah, veganism is something very much I'm passionate about. For me, in today's society, there is no excuse to eat meat. That's my opinion. Um, you you know, I, I get told a lot that, you know, well, cavemen's, cavemen ate, cavemen, 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 cavemen eat, ate meat or, you know, and I said, well, you know, there's a lot of things that cavemen used to do that we don't do anymore. So if we were still following, then we wouldn't have TVs. And, you know, I think nowadays animal cruelty, there's just no excuse for it. And, you know, I hold I hold animals with a really high regard. I think they're so beautiful. They they don't hurt. They don't ever intend on hurting anyone. You know, the only the only you know in the wild they might kill each other, but that's their basic survival. It's their instincts. It's instincts. Yeah. You know, and they humans are They're not doing well. it. Yeah, yeah, humans have instincts as well, and and. And yeah, and I just hold I hold animals with really high regard, and I just it breaks my heart to think that they're still still to this day being tortured. Um, There's some very sick people out there. Yeah. And you think why would you hurt something that's so innocent and so pure? Well, exactly. You know? It just doesn't like that side of things. Um, it angers me mm. to think that. There are those people out there that don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I know an animal is not a human, but still. Yeah. An animal, from my my experience and my point of view, they I've grown up with German shepherds. Yeah. And they have shown me what love really looks like. Yeah. Because love They're is not so just loyal. saying that. Yeah. And yeah. they they teach it to you in the most the best kinds of ways is so hard to really explain it all, mm. but you just have to experience it for yourself. And then I see things on, on Facebook or on social media, these videos that people put up and even that, that guy that threw a rock at a wombat just for yeah. a laugh. Yeah. Like what was wrong? What was so wrong with that person? And the guy yeah. got away with it. It's like the wombat didn't do anything to deserve that, yeah. but yet he went ahead, threw a rock at it and killing, killing the poor thing. That kind of thing, that kind of stupidity, it angers and frustrates me to the point where I want to speak up about it. Yeah. Now, I'm, I myself, I'm not a vegan, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do appreciate and respect the opinions Sounds like of I've others. got a little vegan, vegan, maybe potential vegan in the making over here. <laughs> <laughs> I like my meat. I like, okay, but I, yeah, like these days um, I'm more towards the respecting animals yeah. Um, you don't, you shouldn't, like there are animals, I guess, we keep, we keep talking about this, but um, like certain animals don't deserve to be killed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm very against like what what people do. Yeah. Um, but then again, like, you know, you have your opinions with, with that, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, so, I think I think yeah, I think everyone, you know, has it's a sensitive topic. Opinions. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I think I think there's definitely like more awareness being raised towards it nowadays, which I think is fantastic. So hopefully, it just keeps going in that direction, and and yeah, and only just gets better. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, honestly, like there are like certain diets and everything like that that keep coming out and we live in that sort of day and age where it's sort of publicized a lot more mm. like I, when I first heard of vegan I'm like what, what's this yeah <laughs> but I heard a vegetarian before but then it's like do you think that vegan is more to being extreme or what's your opinion on that um I don't think veganism is extreme um I think veganism is, I mean, right, it's a lifestyle, you know, and I don't think, I think definitely, obviously, that was 
the view on it a, a fair few years back because it wasn't as popular, you know, so you couldn't go out and get vegan food everywhere. But nowadays in every cafe, every, I mean, Hungry Jack's just released a vegan Whopper burger. So to me, that's just, it's not extreme to me. In my opinion, there's no excuse to eat meat these days other than for your taste buds, um, essentially, because you can get protein, you can get protein, carbs from every, yeah, anyways, you know, there's no... Plant-based diet and everything like that, you can get protein that way. Yeah, there's um, so many ways. Like and my dad so was talking ways. to me about it the other day. He's like, Jared, I might go plan based. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> go go do that, Dad. Let's see how long you'll last because my dad loves meat. Okay. So, yeah, he, yeah. He's, I would say he's a carnivore. Okay. Um, that probably like <laughs> struck a nerve. I'm sorry. No, no, but, no, it's um, fine. Yeah, um, he's he's just funny that way. But then he's like, oh, I've been doing all the research. He just watched yeah. one one video. He's like, <laughs> yeah. we, we were designed, we were originally, we weren't meat eaters. We were living off the ground and everything like that. And yeah. then it was a uh, fall of man and everything mm-hmm. like that that happened. And mm-hmm. that's when we started eating meat. Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of people these days are a lot more, mindful of yeah. the health and I mean we, we should be mindful of our health. Yeah. Because you want to and, get... and the environment. Yeah. You know, I think the the climate change, it depends obviously I don't know whether you believe in climate change or not. Not a big fan of the not thought. Not a big fan of the thought. That's okay. But but not even just that. I mean, you know, to provide one kilo of beef, you need forty four thousand liters of water for one kilo of beef. So, you know, I think putting it in perspective of how much that's and, yeah, how much sort of we're putting towards having meat as a society and the fumes and, you know, yeah. Well, I, think it could, yeah. I think it could help a lot. We could all do a little bit better, I believe that. Yeah, and, right. and everyone, everyone does their part. You know, I think everyone does what they can to mm. help out. And, you know, <laughs> each to their own. Um, if you, if whatever works for you, yeah, then so be it. Yeah. Um, it's like going back to everyone has their own opinion. Yes, so exactly. It's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> we just learn to sort of respect that. Yeah. And, and adapt. And, you know, like yeah. you shouldn't, I, I guess it's a huge mentality now where a lot of people judge. Yeah. Before they get to really know someone. Yeah. Like they, I like asking people the tough questions mm-hmm. because I believe that's where the core of knowing someone really is. Because mm-hmm. if you just have a surface level mentality, you ask surface level questions, then that's all you're going to get. Yes. You're not really getting down to the nitty gritty of this person. Yeah. Like who they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thank you for sharing your, your viewpoints on veganism. That's okay. That's good. So... <laughs> Um, what is, what is something, I guess, when you get a script, what is the first thing that's going through your mind? When I first get a script? Um, I try not to read it straight away when I first get a script. I try not to. So you put it off. (laughs) I let it sit a bit. Like, so I get an audition and the sides come through and... I go, okay, and I leave that in the email for a little bit. I read, obviously, what the audition for, when it is, because I don't want it to be the next, like, you know, that day. And I'm like, yeah, I'll leave it for a bit. Um, So I read when it is, and then I I go, because usually I'm never home. It's never, like, perfect time when auditioning comes through, but then I'll go home and um, print it off, and then I'll kind of read the script just really objectively like I don't put myself in the character at that point I don't I just read it like blank no you numb yourself yes I don't I don't put anything onto it like you know because obviously a script is about putting your own interpretation on it so I try to just read it really objectively um and then and then I will start to just yeah I'll keep reading it and then I'll start to sort of form my own my own um, opinion about the character, but not so much an opinion, but try and 
be in that character, I guess, rather than, you know, because you can't judge your character because no. that doesn't work because then you'll just, yeah, you won't be able to play it authentically. Um, but, yeah, and then I sometimes, like, depending on the script, I'll sort of find an objective um, of, for my character. But usually I like to be pretty open with it. I don't try to make too many decisions. Um that's my own. Obviously, everyone's got their own sort of style and way of doing it. Um, but going into an audition, I try to be as free with it as possible, you know. And Different options. Yeah and, yeah, and go with, like, what's going on in the moment because, you know, you don't know what you, the reader's going to be like. You know, you can, you can be like, yeah, and then this part, I'm going to yell at this person and this part, then I'll do this and do that. But the reader could give you nothing and yeah. then you will look like a lunatic if you go off at a point where the reader hasn't given you anything to be angry about, mm. you know. So I try to just be really open with um, with the script um, because and then, then you're so free to the direction you're going to get because the director's got a vision and essentially the director's vision is what what they want. You know, the director's yeah. the one who's 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 putting it together. So so you and and you can't be like, well my character wouldn't do that because well <laughs> I don't care if your character doesn't want to do that, you have to do that. Like that's what and it's like, well see, uh, we'll bring in the next person. You mm. know, so I think you have to just be, you know, really free. Um I think it is important to have be in your character and have opinions about things like have um uh, ideas have, uh, ideas yeah. and have have a, your own kind of way of the way you see things mm. but you can't like i'm there's a there's a it's almost like make make opinions not choices i think that's what it is because you can't you can have an opinion about something but humans are so diverse. You know, you know, you might say, oh, my character, my character doesn't cry. You can make that make that choice. My character doesn't cry. She she's a hard woman. She never cries. And then you'll go in and you feel like crying. You feel like you're gonna burst out in tears. But you're but in your head, you've already created that your character didn't cry. And automatically You're blocking it. You're blocking it. Yeah. And and which can be interesting, mind you, but it can also be confusing because you're then not playing the truth mm. of yourself and what's going on in the situation um and also I think like just with a script like just being being yourself because that's what that's what they that's what they want to see they want to see you they don't mm. want to see they want to see you and your how you would play that character um so yeah that's how essentially I sort of take on scripts um that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was a great answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's probably the longest answer I've actually yeah. had for that question. <laughs> yeah, that did go on a bit of a That was good. <laughs> Went on a bit of a tangent there. Yeah. That's excellent. <laughs> Usually what I find is uh, I don't I don't ever know which question is going to spark like yeah. that tangent. Yes. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Um, so what are some challenges that you've had to face like in acting or in life? Challenges? For me, I find a challenge in acting is generally related to a challenge that I've got in my life. I find when I have a breakthrough in my life, I have a breakthrough in my acting. To me, they correspond okay. completely. So in my acting, if there's something that hits a nerve or something that I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't want to go there. Why don't I want to go there? Um, to me... Yeah, to me, that it all always somehow correlates. Um, so challenges in life. Um, as I said, I've been pretty fortunate. I haven't, you know, but I think everyone has challenges and it's all relatable. Um, relative, sorry. Um, so challenges in life. I think just learning, for me, a big learning curve that I've had in my life is learning to not base your self-worth of what other people give you. I think I think I've really had to learn that you need to base your self-worth from it needs to come from yourself. Um, because because otherwise you'll never be happy if you're just trying to get it off other people, you know? So 
I think I've learned that from different people and and yeah I think different people have come and go in my life um and then in the yeah in acting challenges probably um allowing myself to be vulnerable and allowing myself to not know where the scene is going and trust that um I think that's probably been one of my more challenging yeah, more challenge, like more, my more challenging challenge, <laughs> my challenge, yeah, um, in acting is just, just trusting the scene and just trusting your scene partner and just letting it kind of, not having control over everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that's something I'm still working on and, you know, getting, getting used to, so. That's good. Yeah. No, we all go through different challenges. Yeah. And I find that when we're in that, moment of the challenge mm. then it usually affects everything around us yes yeah so i guess the attitude that we have towards our challenge it sort of helps mm. our outcome mm-hmm. um, and it makes us stronger yeah at the end of the day always so yeah. okay so finishing up a little bit more um do you have any mentors in your life or have you had any mentors um I think, I think I kind of, I really reach to people um, for different things. Like I'm not afraid to always ask for help or for guidance because to me like success is about, it's a team, it's a team effort. You know, you have to use other people's expertise to help you get places, you know, it's a team effort. So I've had many different people, um, as mentors, like a lot of people that went to, like a lot of the teachers at Screenwise have been great. Um, my my year 12 drama teacher was a great mentor when I was leaving school because I found around sort of the area I lived, there wasn't a lot of guidance in regards to acting. It was sort of very foreign. Mm. Um, at my school, it wasn't I had no idea what I was doing basically. So she helped a lot in guiding me sort of where I wanted to go. Um, and yeah, I I'm, I mean, my mum, I look up to her so much. She's a mentor. But as I said, there's been so many different people and for all different areas of my life, not just acting, yeah. who I've kind of used as mentors. I'm always willing to hear someone else and what they have to give. So yeah. That's good. And okay, is my my favourite bit, your favourite film, your favourite actor or actress and the last film that you watched recently? Okay, this is a tough one. My favourite film. Oh, my gosh, this is such a hard question. (laughs) I think my favourite, I'm going to go skip to the second one, then I'll come back. My favourite actress would have to be I really love watching Zoe Deschanel I think she's I think mainly because I really relate to her as um that's a good one yeah yeah I don't know whether you've seen New Girl but her her in that series I feel like I'm like yes I'm with you all the way this is who I feel I can relate to so um I love watching her um and just yeah the way the way she takes on things and she's so herself as well in a lot of it um and a film I've watched recently was The Joker um was, uh, is it The Joker one. or just Joker I'm Joker, sure. Joker. Yeah. um wow I thought it was so good I personally have never seen Batman which I'm sorry I have to admit um now but you got to watch Batman. Now I do. I am yeah. actually interested in it now because now I've seen this part. I'm like, oh, but th- why did that happen? Why did that happen? Um, but oh my gosh, wow. Just amazing film. Like, yeah, acting is amazing. So, yeah. And then favourite, favourite film. <sighs> That's so hard. You can have more than one. You know, if I'm, I do, as I said, I do love comedies. Um, I've always sort of loved like 
Have you seen Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. I love that. That was, that was a great film. So, yeah. so good. That, yeah, massive <laughs> twist at the end. Like, yeah. It got me. Brilliant. <laughs> like, I thought it was so good. Best ending um, I, I'd seen in a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like. Um, and then I've always also liked um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, that Super was good. Super cheesy, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. but so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much any comedy. Like, you put me in front of a comedy and I will laugh at anything. It doesn't take much for me to laugh. Um, and Elf is my favourite Christmas movie as well. I don't like Elf. Oh, so. you don't like Elf? No, I just thought it was stupid. Oh, uh, <laughs> Elf, I will watch probably like... Every Christmas. Every, oh, at least, at least maybe Twice. 10 times what? in December. Yeah, yeah. From December 1st, I'm like ready to go. My goodness. <laughs> Um, oh, and The Office is my favorite oh, yeah. TV series. Yeah. The US Office. Can't complain with The Office. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so well done. So like, well done. I remember when I first watched the show, I was just dying of laughter. It's so and then, funny. Then the end, like, okay, if you haven't seen The Office, go watch The Office because I'm going to spoil the ending for you. <laughs> like, because when when Michael left The Office, I know so that sad. that broke my heart. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm getting like, emotional now. When you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am too because then he came back in the oh, final episode and I'm just like. Believe it or not, damn. I just last week watched the final episode. It was waiting there for me for a year and I couldn't no bring way. myself I couldn't bring myself to finish it. I could not. And last week I was sobbing, sobbing like I was a mess in my lounge room just wailing with tears. He had the classic Michael line, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> As he walked I had in. I had an office t-shirt on. I was oh, like, oh. You got into the moment, the zone, so, the uh, office zone. Oh, they need to make more. But shows like, like, how that. good! All the actors in it, yeah. and just the uh, just the idea and the jokes. Oh. Rain Wilson and John Krasinski's characters Brilliant. together. Uh, so Jim good. and Dwight, those yeah. two. Oh my goodness! The Office, I could watch at any time, any place. Yeah. <laughs> any any episode, you can just like sit there. Yeah, you can binge watch. Yeah, so so good. It's not like I mean Brooklyn Nine Nine was good too, but yeah. it doesn't doesn't really compare to the Office. Yeah, like, the, the Office, office is something else. The Office, I just like hold hold on. Yeah. Really got a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, the same here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and three bits of advice you could give to someone that's starting out or that's going through a tough time that needs a little bit of a push. Uh, in acting or in just, just any in, in general? general? Yeah. Three bits of advice. Okay. Um, one. Don't put pressure on yourself. I say that to a lot of people because I think people put so much pressure on themselves these days to to get places or be somewhere. I have to do this now. I have to do this. And it's just just take the pressure off yourself a bit. Um, yeah, and go easy on yourself. Um, not too easy. Like still push yourself, but but in a in a positive way, not in a way where you're you know yeah beating yourself up over something. Um, have fun is another piece of advice. Just, just have fun, you know, like as, as much as, you know, I want to be an actor and I want to do this and do that. It's like in the end, what does it matter? You know, Mm. we're all, we're all going to live, we're all going to die. It's, we're here, we're here on this earth for such a short time. Like it's not actually a long time and it's like, just enjoy life. Like I think it's so important to enjoy life and, and, experience different things and just make the most of it. Um, and my third piece of advice is probably um, if you believe you will receive. I'm a big believer in what you put out to the universe is what you're going to get back. So um, just, yeah, I think be very aware of what you're – because sometimes you think that you're putting – positive things out but your gut is saying no you will not you won't get it you won't be able to do this you won't be able to do that and that's what the universe that's the energy the universe is picking up on um so yeah just believe and put it out there just what are you gonna lose what what have you actually got to lose by saying that you're gonna do it 
you know, you've got nothing to lose. So, so you might as well just have faith in yourself, really. Mm. So, yeah, they're my three bits of advice. Well, thank you so much, Bronte, for coming on the Storybox podcast <laughs> thank and you for sharing me. your stories and your your wisdom as well. Really appreciate it. Good talk. So, what's next for you? You know, I don't even know at the moment. I'm just, just, yeah, I don't know what's next for me. I'm always kind of just open to anything, really, and just day by day and, yeah. Take each moment as it comes. Exactly. Good. Exactly. So thanks so much for having me. No worries. Thank you. (laughs) And what did you guys think? Did you guys enjoy the episode with Bronte Giello? Hope you guys did. I know I enjoyed interviewing her. So thank you so much, Bronte, for giving up your time and coming on the Storybox podcast and sharing your stories. Really do appreciate it. So a little bit of housekeeping. I love this part. If you have made it to this, the end of the podcast, it's basically me just asking for you guys to, if you did get something out of it, for you guys to share it around and get involved with the Storybox. So uh, I'm going to say it again. If you guys did get something out of this week's episode with Bronte, uh, then do the Storybox a favor, do yourself a favor as well and share it out to your friends and family, anyone that needs to hear it as well because I know it's going to be beneficial um, in some way to them. Hopefully it is. Um, But Another thing is as well, we are approaching the 1,000 download mark, which is a pretty incredible feat of achievement for myself in particular. When I first started this uh, podcast back in, I think it was November last year, uh, I didn't think that it would catch on so quickly and it has. So I really do appreciate your support, guys. I know that I've got a lot of people, I've got a backlog of people that I'm really excited to actually uh, release to you guys. I wish I could just release them all now and so you can hear them, but where would the fun be in that, right? So uh, just keep be, be a little bit more patient. Um, there's going to be a new episode coming out hopefully every Tuesday uh, with a new and exciting guest sharing a very, very interesting, or they're all interesting stories um, with you guys. So keep up to date with social media as well. Follow the story box on Instagram. It's the underscore box story underscore box underscore podcast Uh, i'll link everything in the show notes below so you can follow that and then just share everything around um that's how word gets out by people sharing so i'm asking you guys if you did get something out of it to actually go and share it around um and until next week guys don't forget to share your story around tell it to someone that needs to hear it um because stories are powerful anyway guys until next week have a good one Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 